Good morning, honorable members. The speaker will join us shortly. Thank you. Thank you. Morning, Mr. Tasso. Thank you. <coughs> Morning, honorable members. Morning, speaker. Morning, morning. Uh, morning, Ms. Speaker. Recording in progress. Morning, morning. Thank you very much. Uh, members, we have copies of the agenda before us. May I start with apologies? I have an apology of the Deputy Speaker and the apology of the chief whip of the majority party. Are there any other apologies? Or oh, it seems there are none. If there are none, can we now look at the agenda before us? Honorable members, are we happy with the agenda? Yes, Madam Speaker. Yes. Honorable like Speaker, I, I move for the adoption of the agenda. Thank you. Thank you very much. Madam Speaker, it's Natasha has taken the adoption of the agenda. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Mamoroto. No, I was going to second my hand. The hands are up, speaker. Thank you. Thank you very much. Adopt the agenda having been adopted, honorable members. Shall we then proceed to look at the minutes of the meeting of the 26th of May? Okay. Honorable members, <clears throat> those are the minutes of the meeting of the 26th. Uh, at the speed at which the person was uh, manipulating this thing, it's clear that honorable members would have had uh, copies of, of these minutes. So uh, the assumption is that people have read the minutes. Now, are there any matters from the minutes which you would like to amend, honorable members? Honorable Speaker, 
on the Nepal Singh, yes. Yeah, can I first move for the adoption of the minutes? Uh, Before please? we move for, for the adoption of the minutes, I just wanted to check if there are any areas which uh, are not a true reflection of, of the discussions. None. We then allow. Oh, so, so sorry, sorry, Madam Speaker. Okay. <laughs> there is one one area that I read about, okay. and I just like to bring it to the attention of the meeting, where yes. the part refers to uh, where we were talking about the appointment of the secretary to Parliament. Yes, uh, I think if they can go there. Unfortunately, I'm using my phone, so I, I'm, I can't read very well. Where it says, Mr. Singh says that uh, I think if I can remember. The interview committee appointed the secretary. I think that's incorrect. The interview yes. committee recommended the appointment of. Yes, we'll, thank you very much. Well, we could person. not have appointed. Thank you. I thank think you. they'll find that somewhere. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Singh. May you then move for the adoption of, of the minutes with the amendments, Honorable it, Singh? Yes, I do. Thank you, Madam Speaker. Thank you very much. Honorable members, uh, any seconders? Lesoma seconds, Honorable Chair. Thank you very much, Honorable Lesoma. We then proceed to look at matters arising. Honorable members, under matters arising, I do have, uh, I hope that the committee section is ready to provide us with an update on the electoral act matter, because that, that is the matter right now, which is out in the public domain, which I believe we need to have a brief discussion on. I see your hand, Honorable Mazzoni. Thank you so much, Madam Speaker. Um, Madam Speaker, you will note from the uh, minutes and matters arising that uh, the Honourable Honourable Guarube asked um, for the uh, urgent debate of national importance uh, submitted by KJ Milam uh, to be looked at and to be programmed. Uh, we did discuss this um, as you as you requested um, that we we try and find each other in the chief whips forum. Yes, please. Uh, can we leave that for the discussion on the programming committee, which will be presented by Honourable Mazzoni? No problem. Thank you very much, Honourable uh, Mazzoni. Now I'm saying the the matter arising here is the electoral act. And of course, the Commonwealth, which was reported about parliamentary association, which will be held in August in Canada. This is just to remind parties that those of you who are delegates to this conference will have to arrange for your visas 12 weeks prior to your trip. So uh, I don't want at the last minute people to say, well, they did not know, you need to know about. Now, <clears throat> The, of course, uh, maybe as uh, another matter arising, which is just for, for, for noting and, and for me to thank all of you, honorable members who supported, <coughs> sorry, the appointment of the Secretary of Parliament. Thank you very much for your support. We then proceed, honorable members, with Madam Speaker. Yes, honorable Mazzoni. 
Honourable Speaker, I wanted to just take this opportunity uh, under the, the matters arising to thank you for having uh, two meetings with our party leaders. I think that uh, it, it was a massive assistance to us. And uh, I think that going forward, it, it sets a very good precedent that you are willing to meet with the leaders of the party to discuss um, matters of, of this level of importance. And I would like to thank you for arranging those two particular meetings. Thank you very much, Honorable Mazono. Thank you. But I also want on that note to, to just indicate to members that the meeting with leaders of political parties is not a, is, is a consultative forum. You know, it, it is not a, one of those which are uh, guided by the rules of parliament. So I do want to assure members because I don't want people to think that, well, either we are undermining the Chief Whips Forum or we are undermining even the programming committee. I just need uh, people to understand that that was a very important uh, meeting for purposes of bringing honorable members, leaders of political parties on board to many, many other issues which we, uh, we needed to discuss. But also to emphasize to honorable members that it is important for honorable members who are part of the other fora, such as your speakers, your, your uh, chiefs forum, and the programming committees to constantly keep the leaders of political parties briefed about discussions and decisions of the programming committee and the chiefs forum. That is very, very important, honorable members, so that when I interact with honorable members, we interact on the specific matters which they have requested us to address. We're not diverted into discussing issues which otherwise should have been raised with them by their whips and by those who participate in this forum. So it's just a plea, honorable members, this is not a matter for discussion, but I'm just making a plea that it is important that those of us who are in this forum and in the Chief Whips Forum are here because the parties have put us here and therefore it's important to go back to your caucuses and to go back to your leaders and give reports on a regular basis. Honorable members, on that note of us having a, a adopted the motion which was presented yesterday, that of the appointment of the Secretary of Parliament, once more, honorable members, I want to thank you for the manner in which you conducted yourself, the spirit of the debate, and finally, the, the endorsement of the candidate. I now proceed, honorable members, to invite uh, Advocate Tao to present a report from the committee section. Honorable Speaker. Yes, honorable uh, Singh. Uh, sorry, I think before you were taken off track on the issue of uh, compliments, yeah, you wanted a report on the electoral amendment bill and others uh, as matters arising. I, I think I heard you say that. No. On the electoral act, I just informed you that this is a matter arising 
However, we will discuss, we will receive a report under the committee section. That's, that's one. The second one was the Commonwealth Parliamentary Association, which will be held in Canada in August. And all I said there is that honorable members need to prepare and apply for visas 12 weeks prior to the trip. Okay. Honorable Thank you, members, like to comment on that. I see the hand of Honorable Shivambo. Honorable Shivambo. No, thank you very much, Speaker. I, I joined the meeting uh, seven minutes later than it had started. I wanted to check if the minutes had been uh, presented, but also to check if the issue that we had raised in relation to, to Parliament's legislative capacity has been dealt with as a matter arising because there was no absolute clarity in terms of what would be the way forward in terms of what we, we made as observations because we've already developed the perspective and we've shared with the, the Secretary of the National Assembly in terms of uh, what are our observations in terms of Parliament's legislative capacity but also to provide the concrete recommendations of what is to be done moving forward. So I, I wanted to get a clarity in, in relation to to that particular aspect, if it has been dealt with, but if it has not been dealt with, we'll talk to it when Honorable you are correct to say you have joined the meeting late. That is unfortunate because we have dealt with the minutes, we've dealt with matters arising. And if there's any other matter now which requires, which you believe arises from the from the minutes, you, you can raise it later under, under a let the bills, the bills committee, or even as any other matter, but not, we can't go back to the minutes. We've adopted the minutes and we've looked at matters arising. However, I see hands here, and I will allow for members not to discuss minutes because we have now adopted the minutes and made some amend amendments to the minutes and we have proceeded, honorable members, to look at matters arising and we are now at the point where Advocate Tao is about to present a committee section report. Honorable Papa. Uh, Speaker, my understanding, the minute says we will deal with the matter member Shivambo is raising in a fortnight. I'm not sure because I have not seen any document or anything. I thought the documents will be presented, will be circulated, and it's aimed at a workshop. The minutes also says that issue must be canvassed in the chief forum. It will, there will also be a workshop type of a situation to, to process that issue. So I'm not sure if there's a matter arising what we're going to discuss. Is it, have we amended that it's no longer fortnight, it's now today? Because I understand the issues in the, on the agenda. I thought we were going to deal with it next week uh, in a fortnight, as the minute says. Because I, don't, I haven't seen any documentation on it and when the workshop will be, all those things. Thank you very much, Honorable Papo, for the clarity. I saw the hand of Lisuma, it keeps on coming and then disappears. Honorable Lisuma, would you like to comment on the message? <laughs> no, thank you. Good morning, colleagues. I didn't greet you, Honorable Speaker. My apologies. No, I was thinking twice because I thought uh, with what Honorable Papo have said and yourself that we follow the agenda, then it can be accommodated when you are dealing with the bills as well. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Honorable Members. Honorable Shivambo, will you please lower that hand now because I'm going to get confused. You've raised your matter? Yes, thank you very much. 
Honorable members will then proceed to allow Advocate Papu to make his presentation. Good morning, Madam Speaker, Honorable members and colleagues. Our presentation starts at slide number four. On this slide, we want to report that the PC on Justice and Correctional Services uh, is planning to finalize the traditional court bill on the 8th of June and the National Health Insurance Bill before PC on Health. The committee has revised its deliberations close by close to the dates that are indicated on the slide. The next slide is on slide number five. On this slide, the Children's Amendment Bill before social development, the committee has revised the finalization from the 25th of May to the 8th of June. The next update is on slide number six. Uh, on this slide, the PC on Environment, Forestry and Fisheries will continue with the public hearings on National Field and Forest Fires Amendment Bill in Northern Cape during the 10th up to the 12th of June. The next update is on slide number nine. On this slide, let me first reflect on the electoral laws amendment bill. The committee did the motion of desirability on the 31st of May. The committee has now uh, applied to, to revise its uh, program the revised program is currently with the House Chair, and the dates, as soon as the program is approved, uh, will be communicated. But I have been informed that the committee is planning even to meet during recess to finalize the bill by the 28th of June. But this is a provisional, Madam Speaker, as the proposed program is subject to approval by the House Chair and the Chief People of the Majority. And again, on this slide, we show that the climate change bill before PC on environment has not been started with because the committee is focusing on the National Fellows and Forest Fires Amendment Bill. The next update is on slide number 11. On this slide, the Standing Committee on Finance has finalized the two bills uh, that are mentioned on the slide and the report has been sent for ATC. The next slide is slide number 12. On this slide, the PC on agriculture and PC on employment and labor, we, we are planning to continue with the oversight visit to Limpopo and Free State. The days are still to be confirmed with regard to the living conditions of the farm workers and uh, uh, farmers. The next update is on slide number 17. On this slide, the PC on women, youth, and persons with disability, it's planning to meet uh, during recess. The submission will be done with regard to the filling of vacancy on Commission for Gender Equality. The next update is on slide number 20. The PC on mineral resources and energy has finalized an international agreement which is 
revised African Regional Cooperative Agreement for Research, Development and Training related to nuclear science and technology. Uh, this concludes our report, Madam Speaker Gyalewo. Thank you very much, uh, Advocate Tau. Honorable members, are there any comments, observations on the report presented by Advocate Tau? Honorable Swart. Good morning, Speaker. Good morning, colleagues. Uh, I appreciate the update on the electoral uh, bill. Uh, my understanding is that Parliament has requested an extension. Um, is there any update in that regard? Um, given that the cutoff date, I think, is in the next few weeks. So I'm not sure if at the TAL or the legal section will give us an update in that regard. Um, when it is expected from that to be heard, or have we heard directions from the court? Because we've heard in the media that some people want to hold Parliament liable for contempt of court, which um, is for them to approach the court. But obviously, one does want to hear what progress has been made on this matter. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much, Honorable Swat. Honorable Swat, at some point, I would like you to check your your microphone. I think there is something wrong. There's a, there's a very funny sound which comes out. Even yesterday, when you were addressing parliament, uh, when we were dealing with the declarations on the appointment of the secretary of parliament, I noted that. I noted that even this morning. It is not so much the network. I think the network is okay. It is just the gadget you are using. If you could just uh, fix it. Thank you, Speaker. Thank you. Honorable uh, Mr. Castle. Uh, Madam Speaker, we would request uh, legal services to respond to the matter. Advocate Farah is on the platform in terms of the progress of the Constitutional Court. Thank you very much. Uh, legal. Thank you, Chair, and good morning, members. Um, I was actually waiting for my colleague, um, uh, uh, Mr. Njikeda, to speak to this, but I can also um, explain to the committee what, what is happening. Um, the, the court has issued directions for parties to file written submissions um, already. Uh, the New Nation uh, Movement is opposing the application. They served the opposition on the 23rd of May. Uh, but the Minister of Home Affairs, IEC, have also filed written submissions in response to Parliament's written submission. And they have indicated that they are supportive of the application. Um, the IEC has indicated that they can only support the extension if the bill in its current draft form proceeds. Um, the, 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 um, the bone of contention is the possibility of constituencies. Uh, IEC has indicated to the court if constituencies are included, they, they will need more time to prepare for elections. But the bill at the moment does not uh, provide for that and uh, therefore they can in fact um, support uh, that, um, uh, that extension application. So um, at this point in time now, based on these submissions, we are awaiting directions from the court on, on, on a date for, for this to be argued or whether the court will, will consider the documents and give us um, a, a, a decision. Thank you, Chair. Honourable Member, are the Honourable Members, I'm sorry, my, on my screen I don't see hands. 
Are there any further comments on the matter, honorable members? I can only make a comment, honorable members, that <clears throat> it is unfortunate that uh, an impression is being created out there by both the media and some of us who have commented on the matter. An impression is being created that the fact that we are not ready with this uh, bill is threatening uh, the national elections in 2024. And I don't see in what way it is threatening the elections. According to the reports which I have received from the legal team, I know that uh, we are really gunning for the 6th of November to finalize this whole, this whole uh, thing. And therefore, if we finish and, and, and the president uh, signs, then we will not have a problem if, if we are able to do it in the next six months. All that has been requested is that the constitutional court should give us an extension of six months because we believe that by, by that time, the entire process shall have been completed and every step shall have been taken to make sure that um, the bill is ascended to by the president. So I, I, it's just unfortunate that uh, 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 the, you know, there's a, a, a narrative out there which is that this is likely to delay to threaten the elections in South Africa. It doesn't threaten the elections in any way. Everything is being done to make sure that the process is finalized before the end of the year, which is in six months time. I see hands, uh, Honorable Papo. Because I fully agree with you. The Constitutional Court will decide on the extension and some of the arguments which are made, whether in fact the bill goes beyond its own ruling. I am convinced that the bill doesn't go beyond the ruling of the Constitutional Court. So we'll have to await for that decision. Sometimes in politics, we just make statements, uh, which, uh, yeah, so I, I'm interested to know the, the position of the, of the Constitutional Court on, on the request for just a six months extension because uh, public hearings were held, but uh, it's a very, very important matter. And we don't want a situation where after the adoption, there are problems. Uh, but, but some of the comments were, were, were beyond even the, the time frame. It was on the content of the bill, which in my view, the bill is not there uh, against what the ruling is. People want us to make decisions beyond the constitutional court decision, uh, which uh, is, is incorrect. Thank you very much, Honorable Papo. Honorable Swat. Thank you, Speaker. I just also wanted to comment on the aspersions that have been cast on Parliament. Let us just be reminded that the bill was tabled in January of this year, and Parliament has done everything in its power to process the bill. There can be questions asked, as we've often done in the past, about the executive not filing a tabling a bill when we have a constitutional court deadline. That's a separate issue. But I do think that Parliament is doing everything it can. And that is the reason why it is a postponement application, which is probably fully justified given the interest and the complexity of this matter. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Honorable Swartz. And thank you for your comments. And 
I honestly want to make a plea once more to all members. I know that we are different political parties, we have a political program, which is, and we are supposed to talk to our constituencies. And in the course of talking to our constituencies, we should not mislead constituencies into believing that all the elections of 2024 are threatened. We are not in any way threatened, but what has happened is that we have asked for an extension of six months. A lot of work has been done. It's just small things, minor issues which need to be sorted out in order for us to finalize this bill. And my appeal is that, and I also know that this is a public platform. So it, it is very easy, you know, for, for people to come out sometimes and say things which we have not necessarily agreed on. I'm happy that Honorable Swat, you are agreeing and confirming what we are saying in relation to this matter. Let us not, Honorable Members, let us not mislead our constituencies. It's important that South Africans understand and appreciate that an election will be held in 2024. There is no threat to the elections. However, Parliament has requested for an extension of six months. And it is good that we have requested for an extension of six months because it would have been very bad if Parliament had just constitutional court were to come out and say, you are in contempt of court because you have not finalized your work. At least we have applied for an extension. Thank you very much. Honorable members, may we now proceed to receive a report from Dr. Mbata from the Bill's office. Good morning, Honorable Speaker and Honorable Members. On our report, we have updates on slide two and slide five. On slide two, the Standing Committee on Finance reported on the Financial Sector and Deposit Insurance Levy Bill, B3B of 2022, and the Financial Sector and Deposit Insurance Levies Admin Bill, B4B of 2022. Both bills were amended by the committee and they are now on the order paper for consideration. On slide number four, we're reporting that the National Youth Development Agency Amendment Bill was certified on the 31st of May. The bill's office is processing the bill for introduction. Uh, with your permission, Honorable Speaker, may I please hand over to my colleague, Advocate Van der Meve, to report on constitutional court deadlines. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dr. Mbata. On uh, Mr. Um, I'm sorry, uh, I hand over to you to uh, colleague to Dr. Mbata. Thank you. Thank you, Speaker. Um, yes, um, good morning, members again. Good morning, Speaker again. Um, first off, um, I would like to report to the committee, and I, and I think um, members would really be appreciative of this. Uh, we, we received feedback from the Departments of Justice and Constitutional Development um, on the 31st of May, and they confirmed that all the matters that are before them, and I think it's about all but three, um, are before justice. All of these matters, there are bills that have been placed on the draft legislation program for the department for 2022. So there's definitely action from them. They have also taken a decision 
uh, an internal decision to the department, of course, but um, that henceforth they will ensure that all bills with constitutional court deadlines that are administered by justice, of course, are submitted to parliament um, either within 12 months, where the court gave 24 months uh, to, to correct the defect, or six months, where the court is 12 months. In other words, giving parliament the same amount of time as the department uses to develop the legislation so that these bills aren't uh, coming to parliament late. And I think that is a very positive um, development. Um, Chair, then there was um, a number of um, matters that I want to report on. There is a, there, there are more, and, and that those are all in the report that was circulated. But I want to specifically point out in respect of the regulation of interception of communications and provision of communication-related information act. It's a very long name. But here the department has indicated that there is a draft bill that is being developed and it will be consulted on with key stakeholders. There's still a lot of time on this bill. It only the, the, the suspension is only lapsing in February of 2024. So there is enough time on this, but it is good to know that there is in fact a bill being developed and consulted on. On the next slide are matters where the suspensive order lapses this year in 2022. So these are quite um, important matters to note. On the first one, the Drugs and Drug Trafficking um, um, Act, as well as schedules to the Act. This is a, a bill that is before uh, justice and constitutional development as well. So the same principles um, apply that they are on the, uh, the list, the legislative list. Um, and the, the department has in fact developed two bills that will address the court judgment. These are currently being processed through the established structures uh, in order to obtain cabinet approval, and then it will be introduced. Now, the, the suspensive order is 17 December, um, but it seems that the department is trying their best to get it to parliament as soon as possible. The next matter is correctional services. And here the, the department is briefing the portfolio committee. Um, I understood that it was tomorrow, but I've just heard that it might be today. They are briefing the committee on the pro progress on this matter. As I understand it, the bill is still to go to cabinet and they are planning to submit it in June. Um, <clears throat> the deadline is 3 December 2022. So this is something where I think when it, this is being presented, something that must be, be very um, clarified with the department when this bill is planned to come to parliament, because we only have seven months left uh, before the, or in fact, even a little bit less because it's, it's very early in December, 3 December. So we only have about six months left then to process this bill. The next and last matter is that of the Electoral Act, but um, already we've, we've discussed that matter, so I won't repeat. Thank you very much, Speaker and members. Thank you very much, Advocate Fandamera. Honorable members, are there any comments on the on the presentation made by Honorable Fand and by Ms. Fandamera? Steve, Honorable Steve Schwartz, thank you. Yes, thank you, Speaker. I think the correctional services issue, the Sankey agenda, well, highlights the problem we faced with, and I appreciate the fact that going forward, there will be an attempt from the executive to present those to us whether it's 24 months within 12 months, or if it's a 12-month period within six months. 
There, the judgment was given on the 4th of December, 2020. That is almost 18 months ago, and it still hasn't gone, the bill has not gone to cabinet yet. So this is a problem, as Speaker, because the order is against Parliament. Yes, we have to wait for the executive to present the bill. But in, unfortunately, in the public domain, it seems that Parliament's not doing its job. And here we're going to be faced with a, a, a bill that we might have less than six months to deal with, given the fact that it hasn't gone to cabinet yet. And I think this just highlights what has been raised previously um, by the Deputy Speaker himself, uh, that we need to be closely monitoring where constitutional courts give deadlines. We appreciate progress in this matter, but this highlights the problem we face. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much, Honorable Swart. Um, is there any other comment, Honorable Members, from the report? Uh, Honorable Mkalipi, followed by Honorable Sivambo. Oh, okay, no, thanks, Speaker. I didn't see that uh, the Deputy uh, President is having his hands up because I want to speak on the issue that he raised before. Allow him. Yes, thank you. No, no, th thanks, Speaker. The, the, the first issue that I wanted to raise specifically is in relation to the South African Reserve Bank amendment. It's actually encountering the difficulties that we have identified in the perspective document that we have circulated in relation to Parliament's capacity to process and expedite the completion of bills because we introduced the South African Reserve Bank Amendment Bill last year, like literally more than 12 months ago, there were public hearings that were conducted. And uh, what is outstanding now is the socioeconomic study which has to be conducted so that it can be tabled for voting in the National Assembly. And, and, and it's part of the frustrations that we face when we deal with uh, uh, private members' uh, bills in the manner that that, that it is. Uh, and then the, 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 of course, the issue that we had raised that we have circulated the perspective, so would want to come with concrete proposals and way forward in terms of uh, the role of parliament in processing legislation, because we have in the pipeline literally more than 20 different legislations, which we think are due for consideration Parliament. And in majority of times, those were not uh, adequately dealt with because we were pointed to the incapacity of the bills office to deal with all of those legislations. But the perspective will give a clearer framework and, and propose the forward of how we handle all these legislations so that uh, we, we uh, our role, constitutional role as Parliament in passing legislation, because thus far, 86% from 2009 of the bills that have been passed by Parliament are generated from the executive and very few are coming from Parliament. And that cannot continue to be like that because we should play our role as lawmakers and within uh, our constitutional uh, uh, right. So that is that is basically the issues that we wanted to deal with here, Speaker. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Honorable Shibambo. We have noted that. And, and I hope that uh, honorable members on this platform have also noted the issue. 
was raised by Honorable Shivambo, which he raised last week as well. And it would seem, and I think most of, in the main, Honorable Shibambo is, is, is uh, expressing unhappiness about the fact that 86% of the bills are the bills which are generated by the executive and that none of the bills passed really have been generated by committees or even by members' uh, private uh, bills. And, and, and I, this is a matter which requires discussion. I think that's what we agreed last week. And in fact, Honorable Parker then went on to say he was expecting that there would be a document here at this meeting. I want to send it back to you to the Chief Whips Forum, Honorable Members, to discuss the matter. And if agreed, go to a workshop and just for us to clarify one, one another on these issues. And, and find a way of taking the issues raised by Honorable Shibambo forward. I see the hand of Mr. Castle, and I hope you will help us. Yes, ma'am. Now, just to indicate that I just got the document from the EFF at 843, and um, I will indeed make it available to the members. And as, and as the last meeting had decided, there would be a workshop at some point and Mem has now just said that the Chief Whips Forum must process that matter. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Mr. Kaso, and, and thank you, Honorable Shibambo, for the document, and the document will definitely be circulated to Honorable Members. Honorable Kalipi. Uh, just a quick one, uh, uh, Speaker. Please forgive me. My network is very bad wherever I am. Uh, there is a bill that uh, Commander-in-Chief of EFF has uh, introduced to move parliament. In terms of the parliamentary processes, where is that uh, a process with that uh, bill that we seek to, to introduce in parliament? Thank you, Speaker. Okay, Honorable uh, Mr. Castle, would you have any idea where that bill is? Ma'am, the information I had um, was that the bill had been published but uh, legal services is willing to speak to that, so I'll recognize Charmaine now to speak to it, with your permission, ma'am. Okay. Uh, Advocate uh, Van der Meven, would you like to that? Yes, Speaker, I can give some feedback. So the, the process is before introduction of a bill that there must be a, a publication of intention to introduce. So at this point in time, um, that has been done. It, it uh, was published in the Government Gazette last week, Friday, and we are now awaiting some uh, comments from the public. Um, and then we are busy, um, uh, the Legal Services Office, the, 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 the Legislative Drafting Unit, is considering uh, the information received from the member, and we will assist the member to, to develop a, a draft bill that can then be introduced. So the, the process is ongoing. Uh, we are aware of it and we are providing the assistance and we are in contact uh, with the, the member via the, the appointed staff member that he has indicated we must speak to. Um, and we are in, in touch and, and we'll keep them up to date with, with the process of the development of that, that legislation. Thank you. Thank you very much, Honourable um, Advocate uh, Van der Meven. Honourable members, that is the in point of information which we have just received from Advocate uh, Van der Meve on where that bill is. We then now proceed 
to receive a report from Honorable Lisuma on, from the programming committee. Thank you, Honorable Speaker and, uh, and Honorable Members and colleagues. While uh, uh, the, the, the draft program is being uh, beamed, may I quickly say, Chair, uh, so that I don't cause confusion, I'll go through the program, draft program, and then I will deal with the footnote, silence footnote later at the end. Honorable Chair, Speaker, we are in week 17. Uh, I will start with today, which is uh, this morning is the uh, National Assembly Programming Committee that we're in now, chaired by your good self, Honorable Speaker. And then any political parties that they deem necessary to have their caucuses is scheduled for 10 o'clock. And the afternoon, Honorable Speaker and members, is that, is that at 14 hour till plus minus 17, 15 hour, it's going to be a hybrid sitting of parliament. Uh, the first order, uh, order paper will be consideration of the Portfolio Committee on Health, on National Health Amendment Bill and its second reading thereof, followed by the PC of Corporate Governance and uh, Traditional Affairs uh, report on the Disaster Management Bill and its second reading. The, the fifth one will be uh, the consideration of the approval of amendment to the Convention of Physical Protection of Nuclear Material from PC of Mineral Resources, followed by the, the, the sixth one chair, it's a Justice and Correctional Services PC report, which is Portfolio Committee report on amendment to regulation for approval in terms of section, one, section 97 of two of the Child Justice Act of 2008. Um, uh, the second last item will be the request of, for approval for the African Charter on Statistics, uh, followed by the last item is consideration of the annual report of the JSC on intelligence for financial year ending 31st of March 2020, including the period up to December 2020. Then we shall proceed to indicating that Friday is the normal committee day. And those committees that has been ATC to sit, it's reflect on the ATC paper. Uh, then we move chair to week 18. <coughs> week 18, I would not necessarily talk to Monday because that's a standard um, activity of various political parties on Constituents Day. Then we'll move to Tuesday chair. Uh, allow me to talk to the 14 hour uh, hybrid sitting uh, and leave the rest is going to be the debate on the uh, on vote two of parliament, which will run about 135 minutes and then consideration of reports of budget votes, which this one hasn't changed is what it was indicated in even the last week chair. I will request that we move to Wednesday. On Wednesday also, I'll move to the hybrid binary sittings, which will be the, uh, uh, the questions to the deputy, honorable deputy president, and we have populated the other, uh, other items there in terms of the consideration of the report on financial sector and deposit insurance levies bill, uh, and uh, followed by the standing committee on finance, financial sector, uh, and insurance uh, uh, levies bill amendment uh, bill, I mean to say, followed by the first reading thereof, and also item number uh, five, also is the second reading of, of, of two chair. So I would not repeat it. 
I would go to Thursday on a rebel chair, that would be the programming committee meeting, and then uh, applies on 10, 10 o'clock and the uh, hybrid sitting at 14 hours, which will be the debate on the presidency vote, uh, which will be the debate as indicated there in terms of that we started 14 hours until minus 19, 30 hours chair. Let's move to Friday. Friday to be followed by the hybrid uh, sitting from 10 o'clock in the morning which will be the resumption of the vote one presidency reply on that. And, uh, and then it will follow that way, Chair, which is Friday. Uh, and then we are going to week 19, Chair. If you may, uh, probably let me just deal with that. Uh, I'll go quickly, Chair, to Tuesday, which will be starting from which this hybrid sitting, plenary sitting, which will start in, in, in the morning. The first item there, Chair, will be consideration of... Um, of a report on standing committee on appropriation and second adjustment appropriation bill. It's first reading and second reading thereof. The fourth item will be the consideration of the standing committee on appropriation bill. Uh, let's move a little bit up. The first, uh, the first reading thereof and the second re reading thereof, Chairperson. But probably just for completeness, let me deal with item number six, which is consideration of the votes and scheduled appropriation bill in its totality. Thank you very much. We'll move to Wednesday, which is the 15th of, of June, which we, uh, I'll go quickly to this uh, hybrid city, uh, which is which will sit on 15 hours to plus minus 16, 30 hours, which will be debate on youth day. And then that will be the constituent period. And uh, allow me honorable speaker, then I'll add some silence footnote as I requested earlier on that to be followed on the 20th to the 15th of August will be uh, 2022 will be constituent period and is indicated previously chair that uh, they will be on the 20th to the 27th of June will be youth parliamentary proposal a week uh, then the that silence items chair that uh, you, uh, I would not. I would not have necessarily that with the matter of the third quarter, but I just need for for noting this meeting that we are in consultation, engagement with Honourable uh, Goran Wolf in terms of uh, the next quarter as agreed last week that the president in the third quarter must appear twice and then was solicitating the dates in due course. It will reflect when, hopefully, when we present the third quarter program. Uh, the, the, the third point, Chair, is the, uh, the issue that I, I need to, uh, I think it would be appropriate for us to bring it before this committee, which was raised as a question in the Chief Risk Forum, noting that the Chief Risk Forum doesn't make decisions. However, in terms of the rules, rules applies, is the issue of um, a question that was asked by Dr. Moodler in terms of the bills that are appearing before the House today, whether there will be any uh, debates on those uh, on, on, on those uh, bills. Safe to say, Chair, in terms of the rules, it applies. However, the difference here on these matters is that we'll be receiving the report from the committee. And then because of its nature in terms of the reports, it, the undesirability of the bills, then it will be tabled, but there will be no debate on the bill because there's no bill, there's a report from committees there will be deterioration for various political parties to do that. Fourthly, Chair, 
as you would have noticed that when we're dealing, I'm dealing now with a request that was done again by Honorable Kwahube in the Chiefs Forum, which he made it very clear that is a request uh, around the matter of national importance on the motion that was presented by one of their members. And, and of course, you did indicate that you agree that it be scheduled but as, as correctly so, you requested us to look at that at the technical committee and look at the days. Last week, uh, I must register that uh, when we're dealing with the minutes of the 26th of, uh, of May, there was nothing that was raised because when you look at the, when we're dealing with the program item number eight, uh, fourth paragraph, it does indicate that it was reported and requested that let the matter we, we, we respectfully agree with the speaker in, term, in line with the rules. However, because of the congestion of our program, let it be scheduled for the third quarter. Hence, at the, at the, uh, hence that's it, and the minutes have been adopted. But why I'm raising it, I'll seek a clarity so that we, 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 we don't seem like the technical programming committee don't listen to, 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 to parliament uh, decision body that the minutes have been adopted and there was a clear rationale and uh, understanding hence there was no adjustment on that and now the matter is being raised again so what i'm seeking on this point here a clarity of process of decision making that we take decisions at this forum and we adopt the minutes of the previous uh, uh, forum discussions and then the matter gets raised again however i must say that in the chief Wiz forum we did indicate that uh, we will meet as a technical committee and see the possibility thereof. Then, which means that matter is still pending in that way, which is the matter of the Chief Wits Forum, not for this meeting, but I thought I must raise it, Chair. Other than that, Chair, uh, I, here we are presenting the draft program of the, of the National Assembly before this meeting for its consideration. If there are any gray areas technically that I, I might have presented, I'll request Mr. Castle to 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 come in, but also even the yesterday's meeting. If there are any other gray areas, the honourable Lagute who was chairing the meeting will also assist me. But that's the spirit on those matters. Chair, I've covered the gray areas that are not there. Thank you very much, honourable speaker. Thank you, thank you very much, honourable Lisuma. Honourable members, that is the report from the programming committee. I see the hand of Honorable Kwahube, followed by Honorable Kaso, uh, Mr. Kaso. Maybe I should start with you, Mr. Kaso, so that you can add on to whatever uh, Honorable uh, Lisuma has presented. Thank you. Thank you, Madam Speaker. Just two, two things. Uh, today, this afternoon, the House will also consider the the establishment of the steering committee on climate change, as was agreed by the Chief Whips Forum, um, I think, last week. The second one is that um, on the bills that are coming before the House, both the committee report and the bill will serve before the House. But what we do have is that we will have declarations of vote, uh, no debate um, as such, but declarations of vote. So, but at the, at the end of the day, the bills will also be put to the House for decision in terms of the rules. 
there was a question raised whether private members will be treated differently. No, they aren't. They are not treated differently at all. So they will be serving for the House today, but there will be declarations of all items. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mr. Castle. Um, I now have a list of hands here. Honorable Kwahube, followed by Honorable Jacude. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Speaker. Uh, Speaker, just on the, the issue of the SNAP debate, um, the I just do want to raise this. I mean, uh, you had uh, written to the member that had requested the urgent debate on fuel price and fuel increases and granted the debate. Of course, now the matter now sits with the NA. PC, which is the correct forum to decide when it should be uh, uh, considered. I do want to draw the attention of the meeting to Rule 130 of the NA rules, which talks about essentially that if the speaker grants uh, the request, that uh, the discussion or the debate must be scheduled um, at the the House's earliest uh, uh, convenience or earliest uh, opening. And uh, I would like to argue to the committee speaker that if you look at the last uh, week of the second term, even if you look at uh, the, four, the Thursday, the 15th uh, of June, we have one uh, item on the agenda, which is a youth day debate, um, where this matter could be scheduled for discussion then. Uh, And the reason why, Speaker, I'm arguing for the urgency is because, one, the constituency period we're entering into is long, and it would mean that the third third quarter will start sometime uh, later on in the year, and we'll probably be looking at sometime later in July or August. Number two, the issue of fuel increases, Speaker, is something that is quite topical. And uh, as the national uh, legislature, it's my view that we should be discussing this matter as a matter of urgency. It is affecting many South Africans. And uh, and in fact, as the Minister of uh, Mineral Resources and Energy indicated, the temporary relief will only be extended to July. So if we schedule this matter only later in July or in August, then the discussion becomes moot. So I would like to make the point that in order for the, for the NA to be responsive to the issues facing South Africans, we should try and schedule this as soon as possible. And I can, without doing the work of the technical committee, can identify a gap in the program even uh, in the last week. Thank you very much, Speaker. Thank you very much, Honorable Guajube, Honorable Zakute, followed by Honorable Paco. Thank you very much, Honorable Speaker. Good morning to you and my colleagues. Honorable Speaker, while we fully agree with uh, the proposal made by uh, the Honorable Kwahube, there is a technical committee, programming technical committee, that has a responsibility to look into what is to be programmed and the space as to where to program it. We agreed in our consultative meeting yesterday in the Chief Whips Forum that let's allow the technical committee to sit. No one is opposed of this matter to be scheduled like it was agreed uh, last week in in this programming committee and no one opposed when that matter was agreed to be scheduled in the next quarter. 
But what we are saying, let's allow the technical committee to do its work. We cannot have a committee, then we micromanage it ourselves. That is our agreement yesterday. And also what I want to advance in this meeting, honorable uh, speaker, while we agree, the te- while we allow the technical committee to sit and come up with a response to both the Chief Whips Forum and the NAPC. There are interventions made by the minister as well, which are 86. So let's also allow that to be implemented. While the technical committee is looking at that, next week we'll come back and deal with the matter. Thank you, Honorable Speaker. Thank you, Honorable Zakude, Honorable Papo, followed by Honorable Mazzoni, and then the last hand on this matter will be Honorable Singh. I think, uh, Speaker, uh, while the issue is very important, uh, the increases happen regularly, we have also debated the issue this year. It's not like uh, it has never been debated. If you remember the first subsidy when it was given, there was a debate in the House on the matter. So my view is that uh, we should actually allow the technical committee to look at all options uh, which are there. And uh, But for now, I mean, it's not scheduled. Uh, and maybe they can give us a feedback on even suggestions which were made uh, by member, uh, um, uh, member Sviwe, um, and then give a report uh, uh, next week, uh, whether it can be scheduled before we rise. Uh, so uh, that will be my view. Uh, and it's not that the issue is not important. The fact that it was debated this year shows that it is an important matter. So that will be my proposal. But for now, it's not scheduled. But we can get a, a sense because she made a proposal on a date. And we can't debate that here. It must be looked at and we get a feedback. Thank you very much. Honorable uh... Natasha Mazzoni. Thank you so much, Speaker. Speaker, I like the way uh, Honourable Papa thinks because he thinks in a in a technical format, which I, I, I like. And I, I like structure and I like rules. And I do agree that the technical uh, um, committee does look at these things and look at them with importance. But at the end of the day, we are the politicians that the South African uh, Republic look to uh, and ask questions to, not the technical committee. So I do think that we have um, an opportunity to advise the technical committee on what is of um, extreme national importance. Now, yes, the, it's undeniable that the ministers have come out and spoken on this issue. And uh, initially, the the subsidy was to be extended until the 31st of May, but we've heard nothing since. And uh, if you have a look at any of the TV stations or any of the newspapers today, it remains the, the number one topic um, that's being discussed, not only by South Africans, but by all unions and um, by uh, very, very uh, party groups. Now, Honourable uh, Guarube has given a, a lot of thought to this, um, as as our caucus has too. Um, and Honourable Guarube is in charge of programming our caucus, so it's her job to really um, investigate and interrogate the programming report, so that we never come to you and waste your time uh, offering a solution that we don't think is 
viable. But given the fact that we now sit in a situation where South Africans are unsure of what will happen um, on a day-to-day basis, and given the fact that there might be um, some malicious intent, uh, uh, be it um, just by by uh, by accident, by some analysts um, giving giving their opinion, South Africans are incredibly confused and, quite frankly, very worried about what could happen um, in the next couple of weeks regarding the fuel price increase. Um, I'm very, very grateful that this committee takes um, these debates of national importance so seriously. And Madam Speaker, I appreciate the urgency in which you yourself took this matter up as quickly as you did and replied as quickly as you did. But I do think that this is something uh, where we as Parliament, we always say that we, we lead by example. And I think this is something where we really must lead by example to make sure that we we can um, give the South African public some kind of guidance. And um, we, we, while we entrust the technical committee to do everything in their power, I do think that this particular um, forum, which is the, 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 the programming forum, does have the right to indicate to the technical uh, team that things are becoming of such a nature that we cannot wait um, until the, the 15th or, or actually, let's be honest, it will be the middle of August uh, for the South African public to know exactly what parliament is thinking and what, what decisions are going to be made. So um, I strongly agree with Mr. Papo that the technical committee look at this very seriously and that we seriously consider programming um, this debate to happen before we rise. Uh, I do agree with Honorable Kwarube that on the day of the youth debate, we would have time um, to to have a debate thereafter. Um, It's well known that the the last sitting of the term is normally quite a long sitting because that's the time that we use to finalise things that are of the utmost importance to the Republic uh, before we go on the recess period. So um, it's my plea that we do this not for us, not, not, for, not for Parliament, that we do it for the, the members of the South African public who at the moment are in limbo and quite frankly are really very worried. And I think we are all very worried about what could happen and what could arise um, from this, this this fuel price increase. And also there's fake media, Madam Speaker, which we must remember uh, that goes around. I've seen so many fake videos that have claimed that this committee has said this and this committee has said that. And I wonder where, you know, where they get this information from and then then I realize it's it's just fake news so let's beat it from the start and um, please I'm appealing to the technical committee to really give honorable honorable Garube's um, suggestion and honorable uh, Hope Papo's suggestion real uh, thought and guidance and uh, honorable Isoma is a very reasonable and rational uh, programming whip and we've always appreciated her uh, attempts to accommodate us in in our requests and this would be one of the requests where we would really appreciate um, an accommodation given the importance that it has uh, to to South Africa as a whole because it's not just those of us driving cars it's 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 everyone that you uses any type of fuel that it affects so um, it's my plea that we really look at this um, in the interest of the of the country as a whole thank you so much madam speaker
Thank you very much, Honorable Mazzoni, Honorable Sings, followed by Honorable Director. Thank you, Honorable Speaker. Honorable Speaker, I don't think this matter requires the kind of long debate uh, that, that, that we are entering into. The, the, the fact of the matter is that what we are saying in this programming committee, that the technical committee must give serious consideration to this matter being discussed before we arise, because as Honorable Members would know, the IFP brought a matter for urgent debate on the very matter a few months ago. It was debated. You agreed to it. We debated it. But I can understand, given the ad hoc nature of the concessions on the fuel levies, we need to have uh, need to know uh, more definitively exactly what the intention of government is on the question of fuel levies. And perhaps scheduling it before we rise will also give the respective ministers an opportunity to tell us what government's thinking is on this matter. And lastly, Honourable uh, Speaker, just to say that uh, all political parties are concerned about this matter, including the executive. So it's not just one or two of us, but all of us are concerned because it has an impact on the economy and future growth of our economy. So my earnest appeal as well is that uh, the technical uh, team seriously consider this matter to be discussed before we rise. Thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Singh. Honorable Muroto, will you please, those who have spoken, will you please lower your hands so that I don't get confused? Thank you. Honorable Muroto? No, good morning and thank you, uh, Speaker. No, I just wanted to come in on the issue of us debating this uh, matter because I think a suggestion and uh, recommendations were given by the programming whip herself to say that we are looking into it as the technical committee. And so well, it was uh, also seconded by this, what was said by the Honorable Deputy Chief Whip. So I just wanted us to say, let's not keep on bringing the you know, the ins and outs of the, the matter itself. We understand the importance of this matter rather than to bring it to this as we as if we are in a debate. Thank you, Chief uh, Speaker. Let us allow the technical committee to come back to us as promised next week. Thanks. Thank you very much, Honorable Buroto. Honorable members, as proposed by the Honorable Disumi, who is responsible for the programming uh, committee, I want to make an appeal to Honorable, through Honorable Disumi to the Technical Programming Committee to sit and bring us something concrete next week at this meeting about scheduling this. Uh, important um, SNAP debate, which has been requested by the Honorable Member. Indeed, it is true that when I receive requests for SNAP debates, I never hesitate. I look at the issue, the substance. I look at the issue and then take a decision. Even in this instance, honorable members, I looked, I applied my mind and looked into the matter and agreed that the SNAP debate should be granted. So the programming committee must find space for the matter to be discussed. 
Equally, honorable members may have picked up two days ago that when I was having an interview in the evening with news, uh, what, newsroom, they had invited me for something else. But at the tail end of that discussion, the journalist threw a, a question on the very same matter of, of the fuel uh, prices. And my response to that was, there, is a, there has been a request in Parliament for a SNAP debate to be held. That's number one. Number two, the minister himself, Minister of Finance, two days ago requested that he be allowed to address Parliament on this very matter. I did uh, consult with the chief people of the majority party. I did give uh, grant uh, the minister permission to put, to make a statement to the house. But later on, I saw that the minister had then made a submission and not the statement he had requested. So honorable members, I am making a request to you that when a matter has been dealt with, when a matter has been handled in the manner in which I have handled it, I should not be embarrassed by honorable members not now ensuring that the directive that has been given, the agreement which has been reached, is actually implemented. I'm now appealing to the Technical Programming Committee to go back and provide us with a report next week, Thursday, on exactly when the SNAP debate is going to be had. Because what is being proposed here is that a SNAP debate will be held sometime next quarter uh, and so on, and there isn't even a definite date for the SNAP debate. And I am requesting my honor, the honorable members, I respect, I respect you, and I'm making a plea that we please, technical committee, go back, deal with the matter. On Thursday, let us get a definite date for the SNAP debate. I don't know what, why this matter is an issue, because actually it is an issue out there that the fuel has gone up, South Africans are talking, and we want to be the last ones to talk on the matter. I make a plea to all of you that fact that a matter is raised by one person when it may be our view is it should have been raised by somebody else should not prevent us from scheduling this uh, motion. Motion is on the table. Motion is on the table. The speaker is granted. I'm requesting that you apply your minds as quickly as possible as the technical programming committee, Honorable Lissuma, and, 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 and make sure that we deal with the matter and put it behind us. Thank you, Honorable Lissuma. Honorable Lissuma. Thank, th th thank you very much, Honorable uh, Speaker. You are on point. Hence, I raised it yesterday to say that let's, it's only yesterday and today. So we were and we are still committed to that because we understand the rules of parliament. And uh, at no way that we're suggesting that we're not going to schedule it. It's just a matter of date. So today and yesterday is less than 24 hours. We shall uh, rise to the occasion ex expected by your summary chair.
Thank you very much, Honorable Lissoma. Honorable members, the matter has been dealt with now. We will receive a report on Thursday and uh, from Honorable Lissoma on when the SNAP debate on the matter will be held. And what is the last matter? The, we have considered the parliamentary program. Are there any announcements from you, Honorable uh, Mr. Kasson? Madam Speaker, no, no announcement from our side. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you very much. There are no announcements, honorable members, and that be the case that then uh, we adjourn this until next week. Thank you very much to all of you. Thank you, honorable speaker. Thank you, honorable speaker. Thank you, speaker. Thank you. Thank you, speaker. Thank you, honorable speaker. Thank you very much, honorable speaker. Thank you. Thank you, speaker. Thank you, honorable speaker. Recording stopped. Hello, good morning. What are you waiting for me for stars? I don't understand. I know I'm waiting for you. Frigo. Frigo. You have a second?